0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday, the 28th of January.
1: In your Sport Today, Dylan Orcott bows out a legend, Ash Barty is through to the final. The Matildas and Socceroos get a win. And when the lights go out, this is your Sport Today. We're kicking off today's show with the Australian Open because that's where Ash Barty and a couple of men's doubles teams, I think you know who I'm talking about, they won their way into their finals on Saturday. But we're starting with Dylan Orcott. Loose, he couldn't quite make it eight straight Australian Open titles, but he's bowing out a legend.
0: Yeah, he sure is. Alcott lost the quad wheelchair singles final to his longtime rival Sam Schroeder of the Netherlands in straight sets. A big week of playing, commentating and the small matter of flying to and from Canberra to be named Australian of the Year looked to have caught up with him. That was his last match and he retires having done it all. 15 major singles titles, 8 doubles majors, the Golden Slam, that's all the majors and the Paralympics gold medal in the same year, and he's even won a Logie. He said after the match, he was the luckiest guy in the world and didn't need a win to realise that. Also, didn't it take him long to switch to retirement mode as he turned up to an interview sipping a beer out of a water bottle.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a big water bottle too, loose because he said he can fit two beers in there. Uh, so it wasn't <laughs> meant to be for Alcott. But for seven other Aussies, they've got a shot at some silverware.
0: Yeah, and the best bit is we're guaranteed at least one winner. Ash Barty won her semi final against American Madison Keys in straight sets, so she'll play Danielle Collins in Saturday night's final. Ash is the first Australian woman in the final since Wendy Turnbull back in 1980. That was also the last time there was an all-Australian men's doubles final, but that's what we're getting tomorrow. Nick Kyrgios and Thanasi Kokonakis won through to the final, as did Max Purcell. Persaud- and Matthew Ebden. So no matter what happens, an Aussie pair will lift the trophy. And to cap it all off, Jamie Fawless and Jason Kubler are in the mixed doubles final. They'll play today at midday on Rod Laver Arena.
1: Yep, I'll be tuning in for sure to watch that one. Uh, the men's semi-finals are also on today. It's Rafael Nadal against Matteo Berrettini. That one's at 2.30 p.m. And then at 7.30 tonight, it's Stefano Tsitsipas against Daniel Medvedev. Check him out on Channel 9. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Who did Rafa beat in 2009 to win his first Australian Open title? Help us out here, Luz.
0: I'm going to make this one easy. It's one of the two players he's tied with for the most men's Grand Slams.
1: 50-50 shot on a Friday. Thanks, Luce. So I find out the answer at the end of the show. It was pride round in the AFLW last weekend. Uh, It highlights and celebrates those in the LGBTQI plus community. Uh, Clubs wore special pride round jerseys. But GWS, they decided to hold off until this weekend for their home match. But the new jerseys, they've forced a player to pull out of today's match. Uh, Luce, what can you tell us about this one?
0: So the player is small forward Haneen Zarika and she's pulled out for religious reasons. Zarika is a practicing Muslim and she became the first Islamic player in the AFLW when she made her debut in 2019. Reports say she's been grappling with the decision for weeks, but told her teammates that even though she supports them on a personal level, she won't play this weekend. It's a blow to the Giants because she's one of their best and the team has only one win to start the season.
1: Yes, she played in the Pride Round last year, but they didn't wear special Pride Round jerseys uh, then. Uh, The Giants, they'll start as underdogs against the Bulldogs today at Henson Park in the Sydney suburb of Marrickville. First bounce is at 5.10pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Catch it on Fox Footy. Those truly dedicated Aussie football fans that did the double of watching the Socceroos and Matildas play overnight, they were rewarded with two wins and hats off to you if you've done that. Uh, Luz, they were pretty important wins too.
0: Yeah, very important wins, especially for the Socceroos. They played Vietnam last night in Melbourne and won 4-0. There was a crowd of more than 27,000 at Amy Park and they nearly saw a goal in the first minute, but the video referee disallowed it for offside. It was a big win because it keeps the Socceroos just one point behind Japan in third spot in their World Cup qualifying group. The top two automatically go through to the World Cup in Qatar, so the Aussies have to keep winning. The Matildas beat Thailand 2 1 in India this morning. They rested a lot of their players having already qualified for the quarters, but Sam Kerr still managed to score late in the game. The team did get some bad news before the match that Tamika Yallop had tested positive for COVID, so she could be out for the rest of the tournament.
1: Yeah, she's definitely out of the Matildas quarter final against South Korea. That one's on Sunday at 7 pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time on. Network 10. The Socceroos' next match is next Wednesday in Oman. The women's Ashes Test started in Canberra yesterday. The match is pretty evenly poised after day one with Australia 7 for 327. But loose things didn't start all that well for the Aussies.
0: No, they didn't. Australia lost two wickets in the first four overs and things weren't looking much better when Elise Perry was out about 10 overs later. But The Aussies were saved by Captain Meg Lanning and Vice Captain Rachel Haynes. They had a partnership of 169 runs, and it looked like they were both going to get centuries. But Lanning was out for 93 and Haynes 86, so there's still no Test 100 for the Australian skipper. Ashley Gardner and Talia McGrath both scored 50s, so the day finished a lot better than it started for the Aussies.
1: Yeah, it sure did. Uh, no test ton for Lanning, but she still has another innings in this test, and she's still got 16 international hundreds to her name. Uh, day two starts again at 10 a.m. this morning. Sticking with cricket, but changing formats tonight at Marble Stadium in Melbourne, it's the final of the BBL. The Perth Scorchers play the Sydney Sixers for the fifth time in a final. Loose, what can we expect?
0: Well, for starters, the Sixers, they're the walking wounded at the moment. They've got more than a handful of players either ruled out with injury, carrying a niggle or have COVID. They've tried to sub in Steve Smith three times in the finals, but Cricket Australia has knocked them back because of tournament rules. But the Sixers are the two-time defending champs and they beat the Scorchers in the final last year. Perth have a pretty settled roster and seven of their players played in last year's final one of those players is world cup final hero Mitch Marsh he hurt his hammy last friday but is expected to play as for the head to head the teams played 3 times this year and it's 3 nil to the scorchers but in finals it's two wins apiece so write the sixes off at your own peril
1: Wise words loose. Uh, they just keep turning up every year, the Sixers. Uh, the game starts at 7.40 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Catch it on Channel 7, Foxtel and KO. Listen to it on SEN. Last week in South Australia, there was a scary moment in a sprint car race when the lights went out mid-race loose. That sport is already terrifying enough with the lights on.
0: Well, considering I can't drive, driving is scary (laughs) enough with the lights on. (laughs) So this happened during the annual King Sprint Car Challenge at Borderline Speedway near Mount Gambier. The 18 cars were on the track and they were going 140 kilometres per hour when the massive floodlights went out and we're talking like complete darkness here. Luckily, the cars were pretty well spaced out, so nobody rolled their cars and was hurt. The organizers, they're still looking into what caused the blackout, but I can tell you, I don't think I would have fared that well in this situation.
1: I'm definitely rolling the car if I'm one of those <laughs> robbers loose. Uh, a big thanks to Scott Ferguson who sent us a tweet and let us know about this story. Uh, if you think there's a good sports story, it could be something local, it could be something quirky, hit us up on social media or our email at au. I've put all those links, including the one to the Sprint Car Vision, in the episode notes. Time for Catch This uh, Loose, lots of sport on this weekend.
0: Yeah, there's so much on a lot of footy to sit down and watch for me, but also I want to see Ash Barty win her first Oz Open. That's going to be an amazing moment if she can pull it off.
1: We're unbiased here, but we're fully supporting Ash Barty tomorrow night against Daniel Collins. Uh, Speaking of tennis, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Who did Rafael Nadal beat in the 2009 Australian Open final?
0: Well, I said it was one of the two players that Rafa was tied with for the most Grand Slams, and this time it was Roger Federer.
1: Yeah, Rafa in five sets. Uh, All right, that's it for us today. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you again on Monday.